0: What is up, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Button Masher Chat podcast. My name is Matt, and I'll be your host for the next half an hour or so as we explore some of the hottest topics in gaming at the moment. Before we get started, please show your support by giving this podcast a little feedback in the form of a review, a like, or a subscription, depending on your podcast listening platform of choice. Button Masher Chat is currently available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Buttonmaster Chat is a bi-monthly podcast in which I discuss some of the gaming topics that are currently standing out in the news. And of course remember that Buttonmaster Chat is not just a podcast. Look us up on Instagram at Button Chat for all kinds of pictures, stories, and anecdotes. Search YouTube for Buttonmaster Chat to find gameplay videos, opinion pieces, and more. Today I want to talk about the incredible gameplay trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2. I want to talk a little bit about Dead Cells, Okami HD for Switch, and my anticipation for the Shenmue 1 and 2 re-releases coming out in just a couple of... Well, no, next week! So, that's exciting stuff. Let's get started. So, a couple of weeks ago, the sort of gameplay trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. And it was about a six-minute video, I think, it and it just really kind of showed off a lot of the different gameplay elements uh, and sort of in-game graphics. Uh, that was a big sort of... Uh, precursor like before the thing got started uh it was hey you know everything that you're seeing here is is recorded in in game play you know in game engine uh there were no like pre-rendered cutscenes or anything like that and man good grief that game looks remarkable and you know i've played the the previous red dead games uh The original release, Red Dead Revolver, uh, came out on, like, PS2 and Xbox, and that was a weird game because it was a game that I believe it was in production, and it was pretty anticipated because it was just kind of a western game, and you really hadn't seen a lot of those uh, back then, and then it got canceled. Whoever was originally behind it, uh, the studio went under, or something happened, and it got canceled, and then the property uh, was actually picked up, uh, you know, by the other publisher, and then it was finally published. Uh, Red Dead Revolver was, and it ended up doing pretty well. It was not the most polished game in the world, and I think that uh, sort of came through in a lot of the reviews and and stuff like that. But still, it was a it was a pretty solid game, I think, and a lot of people enjoyed it, and you know, a lot of people just enjoyed the, sort of the western setting. Uh, it had been a while since there was any sort of, like, Western game. And even then, it was had been a while since they were, you know, had that sort of, like, gritty, uh, realistic feel. But uh, it was a pretty linear game. It wasn't very open world. Uh, then, of course, uh, a while later, uh, you had Red Dead Redemption come out. And Red Dead Redemption was really kind of a remarkable game. However, it was just one of those games that still... It was definitely open world, and it was a great game. I just never... I can't say I exceeded more than 10 hours into it. And probably another on the zombie uh, expansion, the the Living Dead expansion. I can't remember what it was called now. But, uh, you know, so it's been a franchise that's kind of, like, come around for a while. And it's been a great game, you know, in most regards. Uh, But it's never been one that's personally held my focus uh, a lot, anyway. Uh, so, even though Red Dead Redemption 2 is being definitely hyped up, and it's on everybody's radar, it seems, uh, it's never really been strongly, it's never been a day one buy for me, um, until they released this sort of six-minute trailer, and, uh, god, man, it's just incredible, the way, what they're doing with this game, uh, you know, I think what strikes me you know the most is the fact that it's it's really got this sort of uh or at least it was presented in this uh video of having this real historical focus and I think that is very appealing to me as somebody who is just kind of digs history uh, as it is anyway uh and finds that sort of thing ha- uh, sort of fascinating and you know I, to a certain extent I, I grew up on like westerns and things like that so uh that is also kind of appealing to me as well. But, um, you know, this idea of being around in the time that, uh, you know, really America was being forged and, and the West was being conquered and, and that sort of thing. And, you know, if I know, you know, sort of Rockstar, it's not going to be a game that shies away from the sort of, I guess, the more controversial aspects of of that period, you know, stuff that, you know, I guess may get glossed over in sort of history books and in classrooms and, and stuff like that today. You know, I, I know, you know, they'll go there. They'll, they won't hesitate to sort of, um, they won't hesitate to sort of like focus on that, um, that aspect of history, which is I, I find kind of exciting and pretty refreshing. So, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what they do with that. Um, there just seems to be a lot to do in the game as well, uh, whether it's sort of hunting and, and, trading and, you know, the relationships you do with other characters. And this is all stuff you would expect in a, you know, your typical sort of, uh, open world game, but, you know, I don't know, just sitting in this time period, um, I don't know, it it just kind of blew me away. I was generally, I had to watch that trailer probably three or four times, uh, and I've watched it a couple of times since then, just because it just, it, I don't know, it's just remarkable. Um, the, the the different environmental settings, uh, you know, the the narrative that's being pushed, you know, you're sort of this outlaw, and you, you're ban- banding up with these other outlaws, but they're really like family, and you've got your own camp, and, uh, you know, you can go into town and do all this and that, and, you know... Just like Grand Theft Auto, you know, five and really, you know, a lot of Rockstar games in general, the the characters seem like incredibly developed. And everybody seems to have their own personality. You know, and, you know, some of the storytelling that, that was happening in the trailer, you know, they're sitting around the campfire and, uh, you know, you the guy, the old guy was just sort of exchanging stories of, you know, what sort of crazy, you know, stuff, outlaw stuff he had done in the past. Um and then, you know, it flashes forward to some of the different hunting activities and, and fishing. And, you know, then you you apparently crossed this girl and you made an enemy out of this girl because you killed her cousin or some nonsense like that. Uh, you know, all of that stuff just, you know, it really does look remarkable. And the comparisons to Grand Theft Auto are going to happen. And the, I think that the thing that stands out to me most about this game is the fact that this is the first time that we've seen Rockstar build from the ground up on the sort of i guess what we would call current gen platforms um you know grand theft auto 5 has been consistently in the top sales forever now you know but this was originally a, a playstation 3 uh, and xbox 360 game you know the previous generation this game's been out for a while now i bought this game when i was in the army and you know that's been years and years ago so um you know the fact that Yeah, people are still eating up Grand Theft Auto as they are now. Um, And even, like, you look at Grand Theft Auto now, as opposed to the 360 uh, or PS3, look at it on PS4, especially in PS4 Pro or Xbox One X or whatever it might be. uh, You know, there's a lot of difference. I mean, it looks significantly upgraded, but even then, it's just been revamped. It hasn't been, like, built from the ground up. And Red Dead Redemption 2 has been built from the ground up, and I think that's what's so exciting about it. You know, I mean... I think that this could go down as being, like, one of the most, uh, graphically incredible games, uh, of this generation, you know, and that, you know, better than, you know, God of War, you know, better than, you know, I don't know, I'm so flabbergasted by the, as good as it looked. I just watched the trailer again, uh, a few minutes ago, and it's just completely, completely remarkable, so, um, but... The comparisons to Grand Theft Auto 5 are going to happen, but the fact that it's been built from the ground up, I think is going to put it on a whole nother level than than Grand Theft Auto. Uh, And even the narrative and the story seems to advance uh, more. The characters and stuff like that seem to have a a little bit more of a dynamic relationship, and that could be putting it more into it than it deserves, based on, you know, just sort of a six-minute, I guess like a six-minute trailer or whatever it has been. So, But yeah, I mean, I've gone from a, you know, optimistic about the game to, you know, well, I'll probably pick it up when, you know, where I find it used or when it uh, gets the inevitable discount uh, to, I'm just going to go ahead and order it. I mean, there's no reason not to. I mean, it's coming out, you know, in the heat of uh, sort of fall game season. But, you know, there's absolutely no reason not to just go ahead and, and, pick it up. So, I mean that's what I'm going to do. So, and I recommend anybody else do it too. And I'll go ahead and leave a link uh just in case you have not seen uh that that 6-minute sort of gameplay trailer. I'll leave a link to that in the description below and you should absolutely check it out and uh leave me feedback. Let me know what you think about it and what are your sort of favorite aspects? Uh what stood out to you in that trailer or any of the other marketing uh for sort of Red Dead Redemption 2. Um so, yeah, I mean, that's it's top-notch. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, in other news, games that have actually come out, uh, Dead Cells, uh, which is sort of a... I guess you could call it an indie game. It's an indie game. It's a smaller game, smaller developer. Um, and this game has been getting a lot of re- attention, I guess for not entirely the right reasons. And I've uploaded a brief video about some of the more negative aspects, not of the game itself, but some of the stuff surrounding the game. Uh, and basically, when the reviews started coming in about Dead Cells, well, let me first off and talk. Dead Cells is kind of a, it's what they call, or what everybody calls, a Metroidvania type of game. Uh, it plays out in sort of that Castlevania, sort of Metroid uh, style. The focus is definitely on combat. Um, I feel like less on exploration, but I'll get into that in a minute. And the game itself is just, fantastic you know it really really is and uh you know it's it's also kind of roguelike in the fact that uh whenever you die you sort of lose all your progress uh for the most part like you lose all your equipment that you've got on you and you start all over again and that's sort of the you know you learn as you go and uh you know when you mess something up then you have to like you know, you just keep learning, and the game gets easier as you go, maybe not easier, but you learn the game, uh, you learn how to overcome what you did stupid the first time, and, and, you know, how to overcome whatever sort of crazy obstacles, uh, the game throws in your way, and the, it's not the same every time, because when that, you know, when you die, you go back through, it's a sort of a randomly generated thing, so, uh, it's a, it's, it, it provides a different play experience as we go, um, I'm not trying to review the game, I'm just saying it's fantastic, but, uh, part of the reason that it's been getting so much attention I guess is part of uh, is due to some of the reviews and the reviews started to come out. They were absolutely positive. Uh, and then uh, the IGN, one of the biggest the biggest gaming news sort of media website, uh, their sort of Nintendo editor, uh, Philip Muson, just pretty much blatantly uh, copied his review uh, from a smaller youtuber uh, boomstick gaming, I think his name is. And you know that's where a lot of the news has been coming, you know, from. Unfortunately, and it sucks because this game has come out and it's really remarkable. Uh, and it's it's just it's just great fun to play. And you know, all the reviews have been so positive, but then you know you have something like these, uh, you know, these pretty blatant uh, plagiarism violations and and uh, you know just sketchy tactics, uh, just trying to get a review out of the door. You Know it, it, it's kind of taken over a little bit, uh, in some of the, the better press that uh, that Dead Cells should be getting. So, um, you know, if you google Dead Cells, if you haven't, if you're on the fence about it, if you haven't jumped that, you know, jumped the gun and picked that game up yet, uh, you absolutely should. Like, I mean, it really is kind of a remarkable experience. Uh, I would not say it's as hard as something like Dark Souls or something like that. Uh, you know, the combat is fantastic, um, but you have a chance. It doesn't, it's not like unfair against you or anything like that. Uh, the comparisons to Castlevania, you know, boggle me a little bit though as I'm playing through it. I, I don't really get that that sort of feeling of it being like uh, like a Castlevania or anything like that, or, or even Metroid. As Those games are, you know, definitely they have combat, combat you know, focus and things like that i guess but you know where dead cells is different is it is the focus mainly is on combat as i play the game i'm like man the combat is so completely tight and so diverse uh that it makes you want to kind of keep coming back for more and get a little bit further every time however it lacks that sort of exploration um you know with with metroid and even castlevania to a certain extent uh the backtracking is part of the charm Finding access to sort of secret areas and stuff like that uh, is is part of what sort of drives you to keep going. Uh, when Dead Cells is is at its best, uh, I don't know. The exploration is not there from what I have seen so far. You definitely notice when you get to a different area to a different stage when you are advancing you definitely feel that it's not like you feel like you're playing the same stage over and over again uh just with sort of different pathways uh you feel real advancement but there is not that sort of sense of uh overall mystery uh i guess uh at least not in the stages that i've gone i have not beat the game yet uh you know I, i've i've definitely got some playtime in it but i've not Uh, gone through and completed it so that might change as you get through but um for the price i think it's like 20 25 dollars um on on playstation xbox i think it's on everything Uh, i'm playing it on nintendo switch obviously but it's it's definitely worth your time if you have uh you know been looking at it and wanting to check it out and if, if you do enjoy castlevania and metroid and you know uh whatever games those metroidvania type of games you'll definitely i feel like enjoy this but don't go into it expecting a lot of exploration like metroid or something like that it's definitely more uh combat focused um so yeah that's about all i've got to say about that ignore all the dumb stuff out there about the you know the, the plagiarism and stuff like that. If you Google Dead Cells, that'll be the first stuff you get. Uh, and it shouldn't be. I mean, you really should be paying attention to the the positive reviews, the craftsmanship, the sort of uh, art art style, uh, gameplay, all the hard work that's gone into it. Uh, it's definitely, definitely well worth your time and well worth your attention uh, if you're into that sort of game. Um, also released uh, was Okami HD on the Switch. And here in North America, we only got a digital download, which is cool. I own that game probably a few times over on uh, PS2, I think Wii. I think I've got it on PS3 as well downloaded. Uh, You know, easy enough. Uh, And Okami is a great game. You know, if you don't know about Okami, it's a very Zelda-like sort of adventure game. But, you know, it goes on. It's very long, uh, you know... 60 to 80 hours is is a pretty common sort of playthrough time uh you'll play the game and you'll like think you're getting somewhere and you'll think it's over with and then you know it keeps going and going which can be a good and a bad thing uh it can be kind of dialogue heavy as well but you know it's it's become it's not even a cult classic i mean it's just a it's a landmark sort of game you know within you know the history of gaming uh, people will look back at Okami and just be like, you know, this was this is one of those games that really sort of made people question can games be art, like along with Shadow Colossus or something like that. Uh, and, and a lot of that comes from the the art style, which is you know it takes this sort of uh, woodblock, uh, cell shaded uh, Japanese art watercolor art style, you know, and it really is you know the graphics hold up today you just as well as they did uh when they were first introduced on ps2 uh, if not better you know uh, you know you play on on switch or ps4 or ps3 even and, and it still just looks like a it's it's a remarkable looking game uh and definitely worth uh worth checking out and it's uh, sort of hd glory on any system but the reason i wanted to bring it up now is because uh, now that it's finally out on switch i i and i've played it you know i've i've got another 10 hours into it. Um, I can definitely tell you that it is, the Switch is the definitive version. The The Switch release of Okami is absolutely, positively the way it was meant to be played. Um, you know, you can play with a Pro Controller uh, docked on your television and it runs remarkably well. Uh, the Pro Controller works really well, uh, you know, drawing and, 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 and doing the paint attacks and things like that um are intuitive and and easy to do and responsive so you can also play with the joy-con which you know you can do sort of motion controls which work reasonably well uh, a lot better than it did like on the wii which had a, a much harder time doing some of the like if you're drawing a bomb uh it's a you have to sort of draw a circle and with a little fuse out of it and on the wii it was really kind of a pain to do uh but fairly responsive on the the with the uh, joy-con controllers but the absolutely best way to play this game i feel is in handheld mode because using the touch screen to do the painting attack and if you don't know so when you're fighting enemies um you know you you have a traditional attack button and you you have attacks and stuff like that and then you'll hit something and it'll turn sort of gray and then you can uh you can hit the button. And sort of a paintbrush will come up on the screen and you can draw like a line through the enemy and it'll do significant damage. It's like, a, you know, what you paint on this this paint screen affects what's going on in game. And as you're going through and doing puzzles, uh, you know, you might need to bring a tree back to life. And you and there's this dead tree that'll be there and you can, uh, you can hit the button and you can sort of draw a circle around the tree uh and the tree will sort of bloom back to life you might need to cut a boulder in half or you might need to sever a piece of fruit or draw a star back in the sky or a series of stars or something like that there's all sorts of things that you can do uh through the the paint mechanic that affects sort of the in-game uh play you know and it's one of the sort of creative aspects of the game that that really worked well, and depending on the medium, you're, if you're playing on PS2, it worked fairly well. You you used the controller and analog stick, uh, a uh, button and analog stick at the same time to sort of make it work, and it, it was responsive enough, and then it came out on the Wii, and while it seemed like it would be a great fit, and I remember it being better than it actually was, it was not the best fit in the world. Uh, the, the, the Wii controller was not there as far as the uh ability to really sort of replicate finer details of uh what okami needed in regards to the paint and the combat and stuff like that and then it was re-released on playstation 3 the controls seemed to be a little bit better although essentially the same as the original traditional controls uh released not too long ago last year earlier this year i can't remember on ps4 and xbox is okami hd both had physical releases. If you're if you're looking for that sort of thing, uh, and great. I mean, just they look fantastic. They controlled fantastic, and that was you know really as top of the line as far as I was concerned. And then I got the Switch version, and I th- was worried because I was worried about maybe frame rate dips or controls being a little weird. Uh, and I'm proud to say that it looks and plays just as good, in my opinion, as the the PS4. Uh, versions it looks just it's crisp it's remarkable and it looks even better on the you know when you're playing it in handheld mode so uh but back to the paint controls uh, using your finger to to do the paint controls to to use the attacks or solve puzzles or to draw things on screen uh is so intuitive it's just completely ridiculous i mean it it makes you wonder how anybody ever played Okami before. Uh, it just works so well. And uh, after playing probably about another 10 hours of this game, uh, this would be the, like I said, one, two. I've started this game and gone through it, you know, quite a few times before. And this is probably the most fun I've ever had with it. Um, and a lot of it is due just to the the control setup and the variety of controls uh, you know, I, I I'll play it on head and held mode when I'm just hanging out in the den or you know you know watching television, and uh, you know sometimes I'll just throw it up on the television as well because I'm getting to a scene that I really want to experience in a larger uh, screen setup, or uh, maybe I want somebody to I want to show my wife you know hey watch this scene it's really cool, and you know the transition is fantastic and you know i can go easily from using the touch screen to uh control the the attacks and the joy con to move around and i can just put it up on a thing and the pro controller works you know just as well it's a little bit different but it works you know perfectly it works just as well as a ps4 controller or xbox or whatever you might have so uh if you have ever played okami uh and ever you own a Switch and you have interest in playing it again, it is well worth it. And at the price tag, it's 20 bucks. so it's not like a full re-release. They're not charging like $50 or $60 or whatever it is. Uh, absolutely, you should not hesitate. You should go ahead and pick up uh, Okami HD on Switch. I mean, it's well worth it. And if you have played it, let me know what you think. I mean, do you, have you tried the touch controls? Let me know sort of what you think about that. And, you know, if you've played it on PS4 or or Xbox, or PS3, or, you know, Wii, or whatever it might be, let me know your favorite version. I mean, I can de- definitively say that the Switch version is, is my favorite version of, of Okami, and it's it's a remarkable game, and if you like Zelda games, if you like adventures and puzzles and things like that, uh, it's well worth your time, and definitely well worth, the I think, the $20 price tag that they're, they're asking for. So, but before we end this out, uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit about a big re-release that is uh, that means a lot to me and I never really thought was gonna happen. Um, and and that's the re-release uh, of, of Shinmu one and two, which is I think it's coming out on the 21st, so that'll be as of the time I'm recording this, it'll be next week. Um, I, these games made such an impact on me. Uh, you know, especially the first Shinmu when it came out on the the original dreamcast i was a huge dreamcast fan still remain a huge dreamcast fan uh and the the original Shinmu, i i pre-ordered it got it the day it came out from a eb games and you know i was completely sucked into that game i had never quite experienced anything like that before uh the the narrate the sort of the tone, the narration, the 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 combat, the the graphics, the just sort of nature of that game, uh, really was doing something different. And when people people really aren't kidding when they say that it it really sort of ushered in this sort of new era of 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 open world games and production values, higher production values in games. And you know it's just fantastic that it's it's getting this re release and. Uh, Shimu 2 as well. Shimu 2 came, or Shimu 1, it's a weird thing because Shenmue 1 came out on the Dreamcast, um, and you can still get it for the North American Dreamcast pretty easy. Um, Shenmue 2 also came out for the Dreamcast, but only in Japan and Europe. I actually imported Shenmue 2 on my uh, North American Dreamcast uh, to play it originally, and then they actually published it on the original Xbox here in North America. Uh with sort of a a DVD that had a recap of the original Shinmu. So the only way up until now to play the original Shinmu has been on the North American Dreamcast in the original disc or through really kind of sketchy emulation. So the fact that these two games are coming out and they are going to be playable on the same system back-to-back, you know, is just fantastic this is what this series i think needs and with all the excitement or frustration depending on who you're talking to about Shinmu 3 right now uh these are going to be great i'm going to be able to get back into these uh you know run some forklift racing um really sort of refresh myself on the narrative and and where the Shinmu series has gone leading into uh, hopefully an early next year release for Shinmu 3 uh, these games are being brought back, and it's not a HD remake. It's it's being put out basically with you know upscaled, remastered to where you know it'll fit on the widescreen television, uh, higher resolutions, sharper details, better load times. Uh, there's going to be some new voice options as well, I believe. And like I said, you'll be able to get, I think English voice acting on Shinmu Two for the first time or there was some weird stuff there and I I don't I don't remember exactly how that's going to work out but you're going to be able to get that so uh you know if you haven't played Shinmue series don't expect a revolutionary game by today's standards don't expect something like Grand Theft Auto uh, or anything like that, but it'll definitely be worth checking out, and I think it's only $30, so, uh, I mean, you're really getting a piece of gaming history with these with these two games being re-released on uh, on current-gen systems. I think PC, Xbox, and PS4, and I've, I'm getting it in on PS4, uh, because that is also the way I'm getting Shimu 3 uh, when it eventually ships. Eventually. So, with that being said, that is all I have got right now. That is all the time I've got for uh, this episode, episode eight of uh, Button Masher Chat. And I appreciate it if you've made it to the end, uh, whether you're listening in your car or watching this on YouTube or wherever you might be listening uh, or experiencing this podcast. Like I said before, leave me a like, uh, feel free to subscribe and sort of let me know what you might, uh, you know, what you, what you might want to see discussed in future topics uh, we do this twice a month. Uh, so, you know, it's not always as up-to-date as I would like it to be. But um, this is a basically way for me to reach out and, and speak to other people about games. So the more engaging the conversation is, the more entertaining it is uh, for everybody involved. So, uh, you know, I highly encourage you to uh, comment below. Uh, leave a review with questions or whatever it might be. And hopefully like I'll get this and we can talk about it a little bit more and I can feature maybe some questions on future podcast episodes. So again, thank you so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to check out Instagram at button masher chat and my personal uh, Twitter account. If you want to check that out as well at the old Ronin. Uh, And then of course, uh, later on on YouTube uh, there's gameplay videos and stuff like that from Twitch. Um, which my Twitch page is at The Old Ronin, and um, Button Masher Chat on YouTube. So check it all out. Thanks for tuning in. Everybody take care. I hope you have a great week, and we'll talk again soon. Take care, everybody. Peace out.